0: and gentlemen welcome on into Phillies game recap tonight as the phillies in game two of the series against the colorado rockies took care of business yet again winning 10 to 3 ladies and gentlemen this is the first back-to-back wins the the phillies have had this season since the oakland ace series to start off this season and look it's again it's still too early to make any pre-judgment over the phillies but from what we have seen over the past two games it does seem like the Phillies bats are starting to get some life. You're starting to get some good outings from your starting pitchers as well. Back to back salad outings yesterday by Kyle Gibson tonight by Zach Eflin. And look, this was a rainy, ugly, mucky type of game. It was raining uh, literally two hours before the first pitch. And it was still you could, clear, you could clearly tell the dirt was a little muddy and of course by what the Colorado Rockies atrocious defense here tonight uh, that you could clearly tell that there was, um, some, there, the, the, the field was an issue for the Colorado Rockies. Three errors here tonight uh, for the Rockies, and it was just a bad defense overall. Just They couldn't get a grasp of the ball for a couple of them, and it really helped us out and probably gave us a couple extra runs. But overall, you got what you needed here. The Phillies got on a, a quick lead. They pounced on them. They did not look back. The Rockies had absolutely no shot within this game. We had Mon Marquez really, who's listen. He had a solid outing against the Dodgers early this year, and since then he's looked like a mediocre pitcher. And I, you know, I digress for my for those Rocky fans out there. Uh, but this was a fun one as well on Dollar Dog Night on this yucky on this yucky night as well. About 35,000, over 35,000 hot dogs sold at Citizens Bank Park. Everyone rolling out of the out of CBP with that hot dog stomach. That is not fun. I, I, I've i done it before. I crushed 10 hot dogs in a night as well. Guys, please, please drink a little water and get yourselves right. But, of course, we're going to get to, uh, we'll to tonight's hour. Uh, we'll discuss my thoughts on tonight as well. Of course, we got trending in the AM. What is going on? Trending in AM already throwing some comments in this in the comment section. We love it. Real quick, guys, I want to let you guys know you guys are welcome to come on in and give us your thoughts on tonight win the Phillies' uh, run of form as of late. Link is right now in the comment section. All you got to do is copy and paste it. And, of course, TikTok, if you guys want to come on in the show, you're more than welcome to come on in. Come on into the YouTube channel. Link is in my bio. Come right in here. Copy and paste. Hang out backstage, and we'll get some of you guys on here in just a little bit. But without further ado, let's get into this game. Um, the, really, this game would pick up in the bottom of the second inning for the Philadelphia Phillies, uh, where they would get a Didi Gregorius single that would bring in Kyle Schwarber, and then Herman Marquez with a with an ugly wild pitch that would not bring in one, but two runs. Alec Boehm and Didi Gregorius would come on in, and, and to start off the game. And this is one of the keys. If you guys watched the pregame show on DSM Media, first off, thank you so much. But we discussed how we needed the Phillies to start off quick in this game, put, put the hurting on early, and then... Six, uh, secure the win here with a big lead. That's one thing the Phillies have struggled to do early in this part of the season is getting those early leads and capitalizing on that as well. And tonight they did a really good job finally not coming from behind. And that was very good news for the Philadelphia Phillies. Bottom of the fourth inning, some more runs would be scored. You had an Alec Boehm single, an Odubo Herrera double, a Gene Segura single, and a Reese Hoskins double. All together, that would bring in four runs. You had a four-run inning to get yourself a seven-nothing lead in this game, and and, and and this was obviously, like I mentioned, at the top of this defense was absolutely atrocious. Um, Alec Boehm had had a nice little, um, he really created a bad play from defense on the Colorado Rockies side, uh, but the Phillies took advantage of it, um, and they really were doing some great base running here as as well. The shutout, however, would end in the top of the sixth inning. Charlie Blackman would get his third home run of the season, and that would make the score seven to one. Bottom of the sixth inning, Odubel Herrera with a fly ball to right field that would bring in Didi Gregorius. He gets another RBI. I'm sorry, with off of a home run, and then Nick Castellanos with a single that brought in Bryce Harper, and that would do it for the Phillies scoring. Uh, Charlie Black would add another home run in the top of the eighth inning and then a Jose Iglesias double uh, brought in um, uh, Ryan McCannon. But other than that, that was really it. Not much that the Rockies could do. It was really honestly over after the uh, bottom of the fourth inning. Once they had that seven nothing lead, the Phillies were not letting go. And you could clearly tell they were not letting go of this lead. They played with the chip on their shoulder. They played. I want to say chip on their shoulder. They played with confidence. They knew they had the bats. They knew they were the Philadelphia Phillies. And if these guys play with the swagger of what I saw here tonight, what I've seen here in these past two games, we're going to be going on a little bit of a run here, ladies and gentlemen. And like we've mentioned, if these bats are alive and these bats are swinging and they are bringing runs and the way they did it tonight, it really wasn't. One of the issues with the Phillies that we've seen in this early part of the season is it feels as if when they're going up to the plate, they're just swinging for the fences. You don't need to do that. As, it's as simple as getting a single, just getting on base, and then relying on the guy behind you in, this, in the starting lineup to bring you in and move and advance you to the next base. And that is what has been going on with the Phillies this far. Great base running, just trusting the guy in front of you. And just getting some hits. It's all it really takes. 11 hits tonight. 10 of those were runs. Uh, but, of course, like I mentioned, when the, the the Rockies defense is literally giving up three errors, uh, Herman Marquez, I, I really do feel for the dude because he wasn't quite terrible. Besides that wild pitch that he had, um, in the bottom of the in the bottom of the of the the, the second inning. Other than that, I thought he was solid, and he only had four earned runs here tonight. He did have la- the, the seven runs that go by, but he only had four earned runs, so it wasn't a terrible performance by Herman Marquez. But the Phillies definitely got the best of the of those guys as well. But look, the top of the rotation did their job. You got hits from Segura, Hoskins, Harper was 2 for 4 here tonight. But I think what was more surprising of the Phillies was the bottom part of the rotation and I'm talking about boom, Didi Odubal Herrera starting off with Alec Bohm. He was 1 for 3 and an RBI here tonight. And obviously we've known this past 2 weeks Alec Bohm has been coming up to the plate with the confidence Swing swinging at, at will. He, his eye for the ball has been great as well. That has not been an issue. He's been an RBI machine. He's got, a, he's got a pair of home runs as well in this early part of the season. But what has been so surprising is I don't even recognize who's playing third base anymore. We have a major league third baseman playing every day now. And Alec Pum and in wild transformation of two weeks, just a couple at-bats. And just hanging out in the dugout, surrounding yourself, not putting too much pressure on yourself. You saw he was at the hip of Joe Girardi and all this was paying off where there were people saying, get him out of here, send him back to AAA. There's a reason why you don't send these prospects, especially like Alec Boehm, down to AAA. He was fine. He just had to get out of that slump. Dude, there was it was like, what, four or five uh, hitters that are they're, I'm sorry, four or five hits that were that went to his way, and he had to get either a double play or the out at first base. And he did it with confidence. There was an instance in the fourth inning where he the, the ball on the grounder hits his glove, bounces up, and he gets it bare of hand and then gets the out at first base. Boom, is back. This is the 2020 uh NL Rookie of the Year runner up that we saw back then. And he is back here today. And to me, this has been the best storyline of the Phillies in the early part this year. And I, I can't wait. I, I can't wait to see more. Because if now he's got a glove. He's already had the bat. And things are looking great right now at the left part of the infield. Speaking of which, Didi Gregorius was his mate. Afterwards, to appeared today. two for three, ladies and gentlemen, in his return since getting hit in the hand in the first game of the Colorado Rockies series. He was off for eight days back here tonight. And Didi Gregorius is probably, probably besides Odubo Herrera, which we'll get to in a second, Didi Gregorius is public enemy number two in Philadelphia Phillies nation. A lot of fans are over him. They're tired of him. He's Joe Girardi's guy. I think that's a part of the hate for Didi Gregorius. He's a big hate-to-face guy in Philadelphia right now for me personally, I don't hate him as much as Phillies fans do. But look, we talked about this in the pregame show. Didier Gore is probably not the best option at shortstop, but he's also not the worst option at shortstop either. He's a veteran glove with a veteran bat. And tonight, he really contributed for you with an RBI two for three here. And when, if he's contributing with the bat, he's going to stay in the lineup, ladies and gentlemen. And he looked really good. And then, of course, to round that out, Odubel Herrera, Public enemy, number one in Phillies Nation. The dude stepped up tonight. He went two for four with three RBIs and a home run. This is probably the worst case scenario that we have all seen for Philadelphia Phillies fans. And we've seen this before. We have seen Odubo Herrera go on on a hot streak. He was the 0 for 2 king last year, meaning on two strikes, he was the beat, he was a beast at getting a hit off of two strikes. And of course, this year. The issue being, number one, as always, we do not have a center fielder who can man that position within the field and in the starting lineup as well as far as the batting rotation goes. And right now, you got a little bit of a hole. Gene Segura, solid bat, not a natural leadoff guy. He's filling in for right now. Odubo Herrera has leadoff experience. So that is just all I'm waiting for. Is just Joe Girardi to put O'Double back at the leadoff spot. You guys know me. I wanted, I really do hope that Mickey Moniak gets an opportunity here. Of course, um, like uh, Trending in the AM mentioned as well, uh, Oduble, Roman Quinn, went back save the season. Roman Quinn came in in the uh, eighth and ninth inning as well. Uh, so he is back, and the even talks of what would be Roman Quinn's role within this team. We know where Roman Quinn is at this point as well. We know what O'Double is. We know what Roman Quinn is. Roman Quinn, yes, he's got the speed. He's as fast as lightning. Problem is he does not know how to get on base. And there are times defensively, he's above, I would say he's an above, slightly above average defender, but he still has some boneheaded moves. Definitely a better glove than Oduble. I will definitely say that. But you're not going to put him at your everyday center fielder every single day. So that that's really where we're at with the center field position. But tonight, the story, as far as the hitting goes, in my honest opinion, is definitely the fact that the bottom half, the bottom part of your starting lineup really contributed here tonight and really brought in a lot of runs here as well. Um, The middle part of the the lineup, not what I anticipated. The Bash brothers were kind of cold. JT Romito, one for four. uh, Kyle Schwarber, oh, for two. And he got subbed out later. Uh, Matt Vierling would come on in for him. And of uh, what, what I will mention, look that that that's fine. That 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 does happen. Sianos did an RBI, and he was my uh, MP for today. Not so much the MVP. I would it definitely today. We're talking about MVPs. Oduble has to be the MVP today with his two for four home run and three RBIs. But back to the the, the Bash Brothers, JT Real Muto. They put him at first base at the end of this game and I'm thinking to myself he just literally caught a whole entire game and you're gonna stick him to first base I did not understand that logic with Joe Girardi there I understand there are gonna be instances throughout the season you're gonna put JT Real Muto at first base I don't want to see him there often and when you had Johan Camargo who did sub in uh, as as a pinch hitter I would have stuck him at first base instead of JT Realmuto. JT was he literally was going after three different foul balls in this game. And I, and I give him credit, but guys, we need a more catcher, right? I mean, we don't need to risk any further injury, especially a guy like JT, who we know can be injury prone, but definitely a, a solid outing. Bryce Harper, another solid outing with two two for four here tonight. Uh, overall, I mean, the, these uh, almost everyone in your in your starting lineup got a hit besides Kyle Schwarber, and you're just going to live with that because 11 hits off of 10 runs was definitely crazy from Philadelphia. Uh, let's talk about the pitch real quick because uh, Zach Eflin, ladies and gentlemen, had a great, 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 and I'm talking great game. This is the best start he's had so far this season. He went six innings deep, only allowing two hits, one earned run. That lone uh, solo shot home run by Charlie Blackman in the uh, in the uh, uh, was at the bottom of the fifth inning. Uh, Sorry, sorry, the top of the sixth inning. And other than that, everything was was smooth sailing for Zach Eflin. He threw ninety one pitches as well, which means that Joe Girardi's trust for Zach Eflin has increased as well. And he just had command all night and you know the broadcast really brought this up and this is a really good point. Eflin and Kyle Gibson are very similar in the way they pitch. You know, they they they're crafty type of dudes. Uh, won't always have the velocity there, uh, but they get the job done and they trust their stuff and that's and if that's really what is their butter and please Eflin took a page out of Kyle Gibson's book and just, you know, just not only trusting your arm but also trusting the guys behind you getting those easy pop-outs, getting those easy ground-outs as well. Zach Eflin having that trust in his defense. The defense did a great job here tonight, but this, to me, so reassuring. Don't worry about the strikeouts. Obviously, you'd want that strikeout number to go up a little bit because three is just a little bit low. But when you're talking about where Zach Eflin came from last year with the tendonitis to this point now where he looked comfortable, he looks confident, it is definitely great to see. Nick Nelson got himself into a little bit of a pickle here in this game. He had bases loaded at one point, um, but he he scaved out. He scaved the the start, and he got out of it. He only allowed two hits. Uh, Bilotti and Damon Jones came in the the eighth and ninth inning. It was very interesting because Damon Jones got brought back up from Lehigh Valley. He was over an assignment, and then they sent back down Bailey Falter, who closed out yesterday's game. And I honestly like Bailey Falter better at left as a left arm in your bullpen over Damon Jones. It's just be Damon Jones is a big body. Bailey is still a pretty big body as well. But I don't like uh I, I'm not I'm not a big fan of the Damon Jones over Bailey Falter crowd, but it it, it is what it is. But uh for the Phillies, uh, again, this was another solid and, and this is what it's all about. Putting together enough solid performances. And this is what I was telling you guys. It's why I was telling you guys not to panic to worry this is a long season all it takes is one good win one good series one good week one good month and boom next thing you know you're leading the NLEs so it's gonna take some time this is still not a finished product this is the type of win that I want to see one where you take command from the jump you you take care of business throughout you don't give up you don't blow a freaking lead you had all, all your bats were alive here tonight Great, great at bats here as well. Great job moving, advancing runners. Great job just testing the pitcher as well, putting him in tough spots. And you capitalize on just bad defense from the Colorado Rockies as well. And of course, trusting Zach Eflin, Eflin delivered as well. This was overall a great win, and hopefully, we can continue uh, capitalizing on performances like this as well. Uh, we saw Matt Veerling as well in, in the in the, um, in the bottom of the eighth and ninth inning at left you had an outfield of it was veerling um roman quinn and and uh in the outfield there it was definitely it was definitely interesting to see i'm sorry it was it i I lied it was veerling oduble and roman quinn it was it was definitely uh very very interesting to to see to say the least how about how about uh, uh, Charlie Blackman getting two home runs on us here tonight, uh, too. That was absolutely ridiculous. Um, I do want to give some love to um, Jesus Iglesias. That was a nice flip uh, to uh, second base at Brendan Rodgers for the out at second. Um, I believe it was at the uh, the the bottom of the fifth inning. He gets the ball and just literally, with his glove, just flips it over to Brendan Rogers second base. That was definitely really nice. Um, I wanted to also highlight um, Chachin, uh Jules Chasine, who was a relief pitcher for the Rockies, who came in um, in the uh, in the middle of the uh, fourth inning with one out left, and then he pitched two straight innings. He he had he had that stuff, and the, this Trevor Lawrence ki- uh, kid that they have as well, Justin Lawrence. this sidearm gets me every single time. Every time I see a sidearm pitcher. I'm just like, how do you get your arm like all the way? It just fascinates me, absolutely fascinates me how the, how they are able to move the ball uh, like that. But he really gave some fits as well. He gave some fits to us as well last, uh, in the uh, series that we had against the Rockies um, last time we were there about a week ago. Um, he it, it was definitely uh, really freaking dangerous. And what a bounce back this team has had from that Rocky series to absolutely dominating these guys in these last two games. 18 to five. You've been outscoring the Colorado Rockies in both of these games. What a difference it makes! I don't know what it is in Colorado. It probably is the altitude, something in the air, something about Coors Field. But the Phillies just struggle. And last year's uh, series loss to the Colorado Rockies was an anomaly. Like, don't, don't, don't don't buy too much into that. But the Phillies definitely did a great job of bouncing back here today. Um, of course, tomorrow we will be back at it with them. Uh, For the third game. Hopefully, the Phillies will be going for the series win of 645 first pitch. Uh, The Phillies are going to try to go uh, 9 2 on the season Uh, as of right now. Wait, actually, they are are 7 2. I'm sorry. They're going to try to go 8 2 on the season. We have Ryan Feltner, who we have not seen so far this year. And of course, it is Ranger Swatis Day tomorrow. It should be a fun outing. We'll see what the lineup entails tomorrow. Curious to see if Joe Girardi moves um, J.T. Realmito out of the catcher spot, moves him to first base, or just rests him. Uh, we did see Bryce Harper practice in the outfield before the game here today. He was, you know, working on throw throws. Nothing crazy. Some intermediate throws. I don't know the severity of this injury. It just seems as if that they are trying to be precautious and they also don't want to take Bryce Harper out of the lineup. So that that's obviously something we going to keep an eye out for. But for right now, Bryce Harper will stay at the DH spot. Obviously, kind of hinders on a lot of what we're trying to do, especially when Bryce is taking out the DH spot every single day. But you got to do what you got to do. We need that Bryce bat in there, especially he's starting to feel. He's starting to feel his bat again here. Uh, another two-hit day. Obviously, he had the home run yesterday to uh, left center field. Um, So he's definitely starting to feel it, guys. What's up, TikTok? Uh, Raptors fans never fail, huh? Raptors fans never fail. Big Mike, I appreciate you uh, coming on in. Mike, if you're interested on some draft talk, tomorrow at 4 p.m., we have another episode of El Parcelo Filicone. It's going to be episode 15. We do have Derek from the uh, from the Good Old Boys Fantasy Football Podcast. They are draft experts. We have them on it's gonna be tomorrow at 4 p.m. We're gonna we had uh, he gave us a bunch of insights on different prospects that we're gonna be looking at within the first couple rounds. Um, so if you have if you have any questions or you want to know more about the draft, you want to know who we are possibly targeting, make sure you stay tuned. Make sure you are subscribed to the YouTube channel. You do not want to miss that episode, especially if you are a birds fan. Um, one other point I wanted to mention here as well, kind of off the uh, off the air here, but or off the off the diamond. But John Crock, Kruk, man, Crocky, 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 the dude is literally the best broadcaster we have in Philadelphia. The dude comes with the energy. Obviously, he already had um, the 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 affection of Phillies fans from his time. The '93 Phillies, obviously, who does not know who was on the '93 Phillies? And shouts to Mickey Morandini. <laughs> it was a great time on Saturday, at Dolan's Dolan's Bar. But um, Cruck today, obviously, typically with the uh, with the dollar dog nights, um, you know, the fanatics out on the field giving out dollar uh giving out those hot dogs. So today they decided to throw hot dogs from the NBC Sports Philly booth. And they're literally throwing hot dogs. in. The, and I guess um J- Kruk, got hit in the head with the hot dog. And he had the joke about the concussion. He wore the hot dog hat for a good inning as well. He's just having a bunch of fun. And he's just all of us. He always says what is on our mind as well. We just had to show some love and highlight um, John Cruck Because uh, especially on a night like tonight where it was a little bit long here, there was some dr- um, dragging out innings, especially... Once they go up seven nothing, you kind of just got the feeling that this game is all wrapped up and there was a lot of dead time uh for the last couple of innings. And Kruk and, and and McCarthy really did a great job of keeping us entertained. It's a tough job. 162 of these bad boys, you're gonna have games like on Sunday where it's zero zero through nine innings, and you gotta keep them entertained. You gotta keep these guys. you gotta keep the fan base engaged as well. And it's a tough job, and I really give them a lot of credit. And McCarthy and Crook just overall do a really good job and Crucky man he's the absolute best um ashton this is the phillies game recap so right now we are recapping the phillies versus the rockies that just got done at citizens bank park uh we'll be we will be bringing the sixers game recap some point at some point we'll bring the sixers game recap uh on friday morning obviously we're we're gonna have our eyes on the nfl draft on thursday so We'll definitely keep you posted, but out of respect to the Phillies fans, we are going to keep this Phillies-related. But I really do appreciate you um, coming on here and and showing some love. I really do appreciate that. All right, guys. again tomorrow at six forty-five, we'll be back at it for Game Three of the series. And let's get a series win. Like I mentioned, this is a big win. I'm mean, sorry, a big series to start off this 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 week with the Rockies. Obviously, we lost to them, and there's been like this whole stigma with the Rockies since last year. And it'd be really good. It would be really great going forward to get the win for the mental psyche. And these were two really good wins. You had again 18 runs in these last two games. The bats seem to be coming alive against the Colorado Rockies, and that is definitely great news. Considering that at the end of this week we got a big series against the New York Mets, and we already lost the series against them earlier in the in season. So it's going to be a big one, guys. So let's let's keep the ball rolling. Let's keep this train going. Let's go full force. I Obviously, I'm not expecting a sweep against the Colorado Rockies, but let's get this series when, obviously, you got Ranger Suarez tomorrow. Um, and then on uh, on Thursday, obviously, you got the day game for the Phillies. It'll be Zach Wheeler on wheels Thursday. Day game, probably we'll see. Hopefully, I don't know what's the deal with the powder blues. Obviously, we do know that the cream jerseys, the cream uniforms, uh, we're on back order. We don't know what's going on with the Fanatic right now. Uh, but hopefully, Powder Blues will be there on Thursday, so we'll see what happens there. We see you in here, Morgan. What's going on, brother? What is happening, my man? What is happening? All right, guys, that's going to do it for today's Phillies game recap. Again, the Phillies take care of business over the Colorado Rockies, winning 10-3, to and we're back at it tomorrow at 645. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Make sure if you guys enjoy this content, to make sure you hit that like button. That would really mean the world to me. And, of course, make sure you guys join on in this family by subscribing to the channel. We talk Philly sports all the time, so make sure you guys are subscribed as well. Ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of Ed Parcero Philly, and I'm telling you guys, let's go Phils. Until the next one, guys.